on this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. We're going to get into if the Eagles being an underdog might be a way the Eagles are revived in the 2023 playoffs. Plus, the Eagles could still make it to the Super Bowl, believe it or not. They are going to be in the postseason. What could be the ideal path to get at least back to the NFC Championship? All that and more in this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. You are Locked On Eagles, your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, use the code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase. The Philadelphia Eagles wrapping up the 2023 regular season this Sunday at 4.30 against the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Looks like the weather is not going to be great. A lot of snow. I'm going to dive into that matchup on Thursday, crossover Thursday with Patricia Trena of Locked on Giants. The Eagles still a lot to play for. It feels like the sky is falling, and you heard the last episode, Gino and I were really getting into big-picture, long-term conversations, which is crazy for an 11-5 and team that has a playoff berth clinch that still has a chance of winning their division and being the two-seed in the NFC, but the fact of the matter is, after a 1-4 and start right now, or I should say 1-4 and finish to the season before this final game, they're reeling, and they have shown so many weaknesses we didn't think they had we didn't think would hold this team back from being a Super Bowl contender. We expected them to be Super Bowl or bust. And now, I think those expectations, I think there's still a chance they can win a Super Bowl. They can still win multiple playoff games, at least get back to the Final Four. But the secondary, the linebacker play, the coaching, the mistakes on both sides of the ball, the mistakes of Howie Roseman this past offseason, I think it's really shined a light on the bigger issues from this football team. And I think they have a farther way to go to get back to who they were in 2022 than we thought. So Gino and I really dove into all those issues yesterday that resulted in a collapsing loss on Sunday to the Arizona Cardinals. That might have been the worst loss of the Sirianni-Hurts era. But the fact of the matter is, like I said, yes, we're talking long-term, big-picture stuff. There's going to be a lot of tough decisions to make this offseason, especially if they only get a one playoff win or if they don't even get one and get bounced in the wild-card round. Like, that's all stuff that we now realize has to be discussed. That wasn't the case when they were 10-1, and even when they were struggling. But, again, regardless, I digress. The Eagles are going to be playing playoff football. Maybe it's not... A home game, maybe you're not NFC champions, or I should say NFC East champions. Your destiny in that way now is out of your control. The Dallas Cowboys beat the Washington Commanders on Sunday. They have to win the division. They are clinched, whereas if the Eagles win against the Giants and the Cowboys lose, you would then win the division. Regardless, though, they're going to be at least the five seed. Like They're probably going to be on the road to start the playoffs, which I can't believe we're here, but that is the reality of this football team right now in their situation, and they only have themselves to blame. But they're going to be playing playoff football, and they have an elite quarterback, and they have talent on the offensive side of the football, and they have a pass rush right now that's completely asleep, but there are players on the interior, on the edge, and so they still have a chance, and that just it doesn't feel like the case, but I'm going to try to find some sort of optimism for you here in this first segment in a environment right now of Eagles social media and the media itself and the locker room. The vibes are just terrible. So I'm going to try. Maybe it's a stretch, 
But maybe the Eagles being an underdog, maybe them not having their own control of the NFC East anymore, maybe having to be a road warrior that has to win three playoff games to get back to the Super Bowl, maybe being an underdog, I don't think they'll be an underdog in that first wild card game, but they are no longer the Super Bowl or bust type of team with those kind of expectations across the national stage. Maybe that will help. Like, I think it really did help the 2017 Eagles. The situation was a little bit different because that team was the one seed and the playoffs still ran through the link, but they were reeling at the end of the year, just like this football team. It's tough to excuse this team compared to them because the Eagles at that point had lost Carson Wentz, but they were really bad heading into the playoffs. The vibes were not great. They were an underdog at home in the divisional round against the Atlanta Falcons. They were an underdog against the Minnesota Vikings in the NFC title. They were an underdog in the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots. And I think, again, that's not the reason that team won a championship, but I really did think it fueled that football team. I really did think it helped. So maybe that could help revive just inject any sort of life into this 2023 Eagles football team. Like you did hear the reports that this team, even at 10 and one was extremely tense. Like they were not having fun. They were quote unquote miserable. I don't know if the extremes of that report are true, but we could all see it. Like even in the 10 and one start, you could see this football team was playing tense. They were making a lot of mistakes on both sides of the ball. Yeah. They looked stressed and there was again, and it was justified. There should have been these expectations, but there was a Super Bowl or bus label on this football team this year because of what they did last year. And that is absolutely what's supposed to happen when you become a contender with this kind of talent. You're going to have to get used to playing with that kind of pressure if you want to be a Chiefs-like team or a Patriots-like team that's competing for titles year in and year out. But I do think whether or not it should have affected them, I think it did affect this football team. And now there really isn't that expectation anymore. Like there's a hope still. I think there's definitely scenarios that we're going to get into where the Eagles can still go on a run. And I'm not saying they can win a championship, but they could get back to the NFC title. They are still a way they could get to a Super Bowl. And I think you look at the expectations not being there anymore. Maybe that helps. Maybe that pressure being alleviated could create some sort of it's us against the world mentality and that can unify this football team again and really rally them especially when you look at too like this could be Jason Kelsey's last ride and Fletcher Cox with the team Brandon Graham as well maybe this all can give them some sort of motivation I don't know maybe it's a reach but I do think when you look at the history of the Philadelphia Eagles and this team's different because it's a different core but in my life as being an Eagles fan, and again, I'm only 26 years old, and I wasn't around for the early 2000s. I wasn't coherent enough. Again, I liked the Eagles back then, but I was a little kid. So that team was able to overcome heavy expectations and still consistently win football games and get back to at least the final four in the NFL. But since I've been coherent, so I would say after the 2008 year, like 2009 and up, the post-McNabb era, this team has never really been great in a season where – they have expectations. This might be the best year they've had in that 2009 to 2023 span when it comes to at least reaching a certain level of expectations that were placed on you in the offseason. Because when you look at like 2011, that dream team, they were not justified in having expectations, but they did not meet any sort of offseason expectations. The 2015 team didn't. 2018, after the Super Bowl, they didn't get going until they were counted out. The 2019 team was a Super Bowl favorite. They didn't get going until they were completely counted out. Last year, really, honestly, they weren't seen as contenders. Like, they were seen as playoff contenders. They had an amazing offseason, but 
nobody thought they were a Super Bowl team until they completely blew up and nearly went undefeated for a lot of the regular season. So I don't know, maybe being the underdog is just who the Philadelphia Eagles are supposed to be. I don't want them to be that. I wanted them to be this year, the 10 and one team that, again, you were expecting a championship out of because that was the potential of this football team. With you, and when you have the kind of talent they do and the track record of last year, like that should have been the expectations. But maybe being the underdog, maybe those expectations and pressure being alleviated a little bit can spark something. Maybe a big win against... I think still it's going to be an inferior opponent. I know you're going to have to head on the road in the wild card round, but they're going to have to play one of the winners of the NFC South. It's going to be Tampa Bay or New Orleans, likely. There's still a chance Atlanta could win it, but they are 7-9, and nine and they're in third right now. You're going on the road. You're going to play a worse team, I think, in the Saints or the Buccaneers. Maybe if you get a convincing win there, maybe it can spark something. I'm not sure. There is still a path. Like, the Eagles, I don't believe it anymore. The expectations are gone for me. I think they've lost the benefit of the doubt after this one and four stretch, but there is still a hope. There is still a chance. And in a, I've said this before on the show multiple times this week in a league in 2023, that is more unpredictable than I've ever seen when it comes to parity and inconsistency of even the top teams in the league. It's still possible. And we've seen crazier things happen in Philadelphia. We saw what happened in 2017. We saw them pull off the, it felt like the impossible of making the playoffs in 2018 and 2019. So I'm not going to be the person that says they're dead in the water and there's no chance. And I'm actually going to lay out coming up next, what could be the ideal playoff paths for the Eagles, whether they win the division or they're a road warrior as a wildcard team, what could be the outcomes they need to happen for them to have the best chance of getting back to, I will say, at least the NFC Championship and maybe a second straight Super Bowl. We will get into that coming up next right here on the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Today's episode of the Lockdown Eagles podcast is brought to you by Game Time. You should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind when you purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total up front, so you know you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets in 2024. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the app, create an account, use our promo code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem that code LOCKEDON for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Thanks so much for making Lockdown Eagles your first listen each and every day, guys. Also, check out Lockdown on YouTube. We've launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Lockdown Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Lockdown, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Lockdown Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, I'm trying to be positive on the show today because yesterday... You know, Gino and I, we went in, and it was justified. We talked about all the problems of this football team, how they've gone one and four these last five games, and suddenly they don't control their own fate in the division. There's no shot at the one seed anymore. Very bleak when it comes to a top three seed. The likelihood is they're going to end up on the road as a wild card team in the playoffs, and if they want to make another Super Bowl run, they're going to have to win, what, three games on the road at least, and then potentially a Super Bowl. So that's just the reality of this football team right now, and they have nobody to blame but themselves. But 
again, they still are going to be in the playoffs. Like they still have a chance. And there's been teams in the past in the NFL history that have been road warriors and won titles. So what scenarios need to play out for you to feel like the Eagles have the best chance at getting back to at least the NFC title, right? Because I think what I would predict to happen right now is if things stay the same and the Eagles are the five seed, Dallas is the two, Detroit's the three, San Fran's the one. You've got LA right now is the six, Green Bay is the seven, whether it's the Packers, though, the Seahawks, the Saints, it's all pretty interchangeable with that final spot. What I would predict happens is the Eagles likely, I think, although they could lose that game, with the way their secondary is playing right now, if Baker Mayfield lit up this team or Derek Carr, would you be surprised? I wouldn't really be. Or if the Rams lit you up with Matt Stafford, who made the Pro Bowl, by the way, over Jalen Hurts, which I thought was interesting. Um, but yeah, I think that's likely what could happen is the Eagles win that game though. Regardless, they'll get the job done. And then I think there's a really good chance the Packers or the Seahawks or the Rams could beat a Cowboys or Lions like team, but I'd predict those teams probably win and the Eagles have to go on the road to San Francisco. So gun to my head right now, my prediction of what will happen, the Eagles probably beat Tampa Bay in the playoffs and then they lose San Francisco on the road in the divisional round. That's the the key. If the Eagles want to get back to at least the final four, they need to avoid the 49ers until at least the NFC title. Like, I don't think if they play them in the second round, I don't, I mean, maybe Jalen Hurts just has the game of his life and Brock Purdy can't catch up and the Eagles have a lead and that could happen. But I think you want to avoid the 49ers until the NFC title. So to me, my ideal path for the Eagles to get at least back to the final four is, I mean, obviously like a win this week in a Dallas loss would be ideal because then you win the division and you want a home playoff game, at least one at Lincoln financial field. I just doubt Washington beats them and the Vikings play spoiler Detroit. So you get the two seed. I just, I can't really see those things playing out, but crazier things have happened. Dallas has choked before and Washington has some weapons in the passing game, but overall I don't think that happens. So the ideal playoff path when it comes to them being a wild card team would be, I personally would rather have Tampa Bay win over New Orleans to win the South. I mean, you'd want the Falcons, but I I doubt that happens. So let's say the Falcons don't win the division. I would take Tampa, even though Baker Mayfield right now is playing better than Derek Carr. It's a similar tier of quarterback. Tampa Bay's got some weapons on offense for sure, but I think the Saints have the better defense. I think they have similar weapons when it comes to, you know, Chris Olave and Alvin Kamara. They have Shahid as well, who's a good deep threat, and that concerns me about for the Eagles. Plus, heading to New Orleans, that's a really tough road environment in the playoffs. We saw that back in 2018. The Eagles have beaten Tampa Bay already this year on the road. They have that blueprint. I do feel like I'd rather play Tampa over New Orleans. So that would be to start as the five seed. Again, this is the hypothetical where the Eagles are the five, because of course the ideal scenario is you win the division, you get a top three seed, but I don't know the likelihood of that happening. So then you get that win. Again, you want to avoid the 49ers who are the one seed right now. And if you win as the five seed and the Cowboys or Lions get a win, you're going to have to go to San Fran, right? You're going to have to, you're going to have to go there. So you want, I should say if Dallas and Detroit win, So you want to avoid San Fran. So you're going to have to really root for the Rams or the seven seed, which is likely going to be either the Packers or the Seahawks. You need one of them to beat Detroit or Dallas. So they go to San Fran as the lower seed. I think that could really happen. Matt Stafford, again, right now is on fire. There's not many quarterbacks playing better football than him. And the Rams look really good. Like they're hot. And I could... I could certainly see them beating the Cowboys and the Lions, who are two very inconsistent. Like, everybody in the NFL this year is inconsistent, especially in the NFC. So 
I could see that happening, and that's what the Eagles need to have happen. So then you likely go to, hopefully it would be Detroit, but you'll likely go to Dallas in the second round. And then if you can, you beat the Cowboys already once this year. The Eagles are terrible in Dallas. They've lost, I believe, six straight. So I don't love their chances there, but there's a chance. Or it would be great if you go to Detroit. That would be ideal in round two as a wildcard team. If the Cowboys were to lose and the Lions win, that would be big. So, again, ideally, the Eagles beat the Buccaneers. You hope that the six or seven seed wins a football game, and then you go to, I would say, Detroit first, and then Dallas, and then San Francisco. If I ranked the three possibilities, you want to go to Detroit in round two, then Dallas, then San Francisco. And then maybe, I think you want the Rams to win over the seven seed, because I think the Rams, not saying they'd be favored, the 49ers definitely would be, but imagine... The Eagles go to Detroit or Dallas in round two and they get a win, which is very likely, like or not very likely, but very possible. Would you be surprised if Matt Stafford went off and Sean McVay had the play-calling game of his life against San Francisco and they get a lead and Brock Purdy turns over the football a little bit and suddenly the Eagles have a home NFC title game against Los Angeles? That is the ideal playoff path. That's, again, the likelihood is not great. The probability is not great, but that's what you would hope for. Or... Again, just avoid San Francisco until the NFC Championship game, and then may the best man win. Again, heading to the Bay after two, I'm sure, really tough playoff games would not be easy, but that would be, to me, some of the the best scenarios where the Eagles have an opportunity to get back to at least the NFC Championship. It's going to be really hard, though. Like, Road Warriors, they've done it before. The Giants did it twice to win a Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens were the last team to do it. As a, they weren't a wild card team, but they were a four seed that had one home game, and then they had to go on the road for the final three to win a title back in 2012 and 2013. So the last time a team that wasn't a top two seed won a championship was the Ravens 12 years ago as the four seed. So again, it's been done, but it's very hard. Again, it's been over a decade since that's happened. It's very difficult to win four games on the road in high pressure games loud environments against really good playoff football teams. Like, you have to bank on a lot of magic, a lot of momentum, a lot of luck, things to go right. you got to stay healthy. you got to be built a certain way. And I do think this Eagles team, like, if there was anyone that could do it, this team, I think, has the right makeup, the right DNA, the right talent at the right positions to do it. But it's so tough. Like, you look at the 2018 Eagles. They're the last team, I think, that nearly pulled it off, right? They had the Saints on the brink in the divisional round. And if they get back to the NFC title... I think they could have beat the Rams, and I think they would have beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl. But again, like, look how difficult the path was. Like, look how hard it was to make the postseason and barely beat Chicago. And to get that many road wins, considering all the adversity that team went through, this team is going through, the weaknesses they have on the roster, it's going to be hard because this team specifically, like, to get back to the NFC title, to get to a Super Bowl, you might need to win, like, three shootouts to get there. And right now... I mean, I trust Jalen Hurts in this offense to put up points against anybody, but do you trust this defense to make a few key stops? I'd feel a lot better if the pass rush woke up. I'd feel a lot better about their chances in that way, but right now they are completely asleep. So it's going to be really tough. I think there is still a chance. Those are some of the ideal paths to make it back to the final four, but yeah, I think the Eagles, uh, they really screwed themselves over. Like This is why it's so important to have a top two seed. It's why the last two times you made a Super Bowl, you were the one seed. It's why it's been 12 years since a team in the NFL has won a championship 
not as a top two or even top three seed in their respective conference. So it's been done before, but the Eagles made it a lot more challenging on themselves. But they're going to have a chance. They're in the playoffs in 2023. The players, they're trying to get things back on track. And one guy that has not talked a lot the last few weeks, captain, wide receiver, star, A.J. Brown, he actually did speak with the media today, and I loved what he had to say. I want to get into that. Coming up next, right here on the Locked On Eagles podcast. This episode of the Locked On Eagles podcast is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 back in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 back in bonus bets, win or lose. The app, it's so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, all that and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, Eagles fans, we're wrapping up this Wednesday edition of the Lockdown Eagles podcast. Talking about A.J. Brown, who has not been talking a lot the last few games. He has not spoken with the media. Clearly upset about the 1-4 stretch that they're on right now. But because he hasn't talked, there's been a lot of speculation about, oh no, here we go, is this another Terrell Owens situation, a disgruntled star receiver? Is he not happy with the amount of targets he's getting? Is he not happy with the coaching staff? Um, you know, we're we going to be in another situation like that. We're going to lose one of the best prime players we've seen in a very long time for this Eagles offense. And that's kind of been what the speculation is. And people have been panicking a little bit. You've seen stories like there's, I saw that column on the Philadelphia Inquirer yesterday, how... The Eagles have a big problem and he wears number 11. Like, people have just run with this. And again, I think that's just typical Philadelphia, like a big market in sports. Like, you're going to get that, especially when a team is reeling. Like, stories like this come out a lot, these kind of distractions. And you can see it on his face. Like, A.J. Brown has clearly been upset. Like, that's the fact of the matter is, is he's been pissed off. I've been saying, though, I think he's justified. And I watched Jalen Rager over the last few years, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, Deontay Burnett catch footballs from this football team. I've seen so much bad receiver play that my take has been whatever he's pissed about, make it right because we are not trying to lose this guy, lose this guy. And I've, I've have said, I've been after AJ though. If it's about targets, that's ridiculous because he's always heavily involved in this offense. But if he was upset about the coaching staff, I get it. I, I've lost all faith in this coaching staff right now. So I would understand, but he did come to Nick Sirianni's defense today in a press conference. He even gave a specific example of how the players just are not getting the job done. Talking about that interception at the end of the game against Seattle, how the, the players were improvising and how he said, you know, Sirianni kind of fell on the sword. Talking about how, you know, he made himself look bad, saying that he was looking for a pass interference with that play call. And AJ kind of came to his defense saying, no, like, we respect Nick for that. Like, that's who he is as a coach, and we have no beef. He kind of squashed all of the distractions today, and I really like that, and I think it was needed because, again, I think the media runs with things at times, but you have to be smart, especially as a veteran captain of this football team with so many distractions already going one and four and so much going wrong. You can't let things snowball and let the media pick up stuff and run with it, and your silence, again, whether or not it wasn't true what people were writing and what people were speculating his issues were, but when you don't talk, especially as a captain, especially in this city, in the situation they're in, it's going to create a distraction. People are going to make up your narrative if you don't create the narrative yourself. And so I do think I understand why A.J. Brown was very upset. Like, I'd be mad too 
And it's very hard a lot of times, I'm sure, after these games to say the right things. But when you're a captain and you're a player of this magnitude in this environment and situation, like you have to talk. And I think it was well needed today for him to speak with the with his, you know, truth in this press conference. And even Jalen Hurts said Brown apologized to the team in front of everybody for not talking to the media the past few weeks. And I think that went a long way because Jalen's had to speak for AJ lately. So has Devontae Smith. So has a lot of these players. And it's created it's created stories and a, just a distraction that's not needed. So, again, I understand where AJ was coming from, but I think he really needed to speak in today. Uh, I thought it was much needed, and I think, you know, I respect him a lot for doing that because this football team needs him badly. And they're not, especially with Devontae Smith's injury, the ankle, the boot is off right now. It looks like he should hopefully be ready to go for the playoffs and probably will not play on Sunday against the Giants. But the fact of the matter is, is this football team is only going to go as far as somebody like A.J. Brown. He's one of the few guys that you're only going as far as he's taken you, especially with the weaknesses of this football team. Like, you need the A.J. Brown of that six-game stretch in the first half of the year where he's breaking Calvin Johnson's record for most 120-plus-yard performances in a row. You need that guy back for the playoffs if you want any chance at making it to at least the conference championship or just getting one playoff win. We'll start there. So you need A.J. Brown. You need him to not be in his own head, to not be pissed off, to not creating distractions. And I think today went a long way with that to just try to get the vibes back on track. And another way to do that would be by beating the Giants on Sunday, at least giving yourself some sort of chance of winning the division. I want to dive into that matchup tomorrow. Crossover Thursday, Locked on Eagles and Locked on Giants. Patricia Trainer will join me on the show. So make sure you tune in tomorrow and Friday for another edition of your daily Philadelphia Eagles podcast, Locked on Eagles. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that. Ring the bell on YouTube for notifications. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Birds. And thanks so much for making us part of your day. Your first listen each and every day right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm Louis DiBiase signing off as always. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for watching and listening. And let's go Birds.